at Alina Health. We care about your health and wellness. Learn how Alina Health provides care that can benefit you in this edition of The Wellcast. Now here's your host, Melanie Cole. At least 50% of people will have human papillomavirus, HPV infection, in their lifetime. It's one of the most common sexually transmitted diseases in men and women and can often go undetected. HPV causes cervical cancer in women. And if there were a vaccine to protect against this type of cancer, why wouldn't you get it for your child? That's the question we're asking today. My guest is Dr. Diane Adamski. She's a pediatrician at the Alina Health Bloomington Clinic. Welcome to the show, Dr. Adamski. Tell us, what is HPV or the human papillomavirus? HPV is the name of a group of viruses of which there are approximately 100 different types, but of which four of them are the main causes for cervical cancer, penile cancer in men and anal, throat, and genital warts in men and women. So tell us about what is recommended to protect against HPV, and you can even give a little bit about how it's transmitted. Well, HPV is transmitted by sexual contact or skin-to-skin contact in a sexual activity. It is um, spread most commonly by vaginal or anal sex, and therefore the use of safe sex practices such as a condom and limitation of sex partners is important in the management of this potential cancer-causing virus. However, there is a vaccine that is available, and it is recommended that young children and adolescents beginning at age 11, 12, receive this vaccine in a three-shot series, and this can prevent the virus from causing the cancers that are common to its Um, group such as cervical cancer in women and um, anal, rectal, and throat cancer in men. So, Dr. Adamski, it's a very young age. You're mentioning, you know, girls and boys at 11 or 12. Why would we be giving this vaccine to them so young when they're not sexually active at that point? HPV is a common um, finding in children of late teens and early 20s. The vaccine does not prevent disease if HPV has already been established. So it is extremely important that we give the vaccine prior to exposure. Also, by giving it early, we improve the immune response, and it is well documented that if this vaccine series is completed by the age of 16, you will have the best immunity. Um, available from this vaccine. Are you hearing from parents that they are concerned about giving this vaccine at such a young age and the message that it might send to the teenagers? I do hear this uh, concern from parents on a fairly regular basis, and I think that it is clearly not a message that this vaccine gives the green light, for, green light for any form of sexual activity. In fact, studies have been done in groups in which the vaccine has been given and no increase in sexual activity has been reported in those groups. The main focus for this vaccine should really be that of a cancer prevention vaccine, and that is the important point to 
use and to really hone in on for these parents as this vaccine is nearly 100% effective in preventing the cancers that this virus can produce. Now, originally this vaccine was just for girls. Now it's also being recommended by the American Academy of Pediatrics for boys as well. Tell us about that. The initial recommendation for girls was based on the volume or impact on cancer prevention that this vaccine could make. And as there are more cancers in the female population that are caused by this virus, the focus was there. Further studies, however, showed that there was a very clear, if not absolute, link between HPV as the cause of rectal, penile, and throat cancer and its impact on the population was felt to be both monetarily and medically important enough that the recommendations changed, and boys were included in that recommendation. Boys now, are those who, are, who have genital warts and tend to be the source for the general population. So how effective is the vaccine, both in men and women, and also if teens, late teens, or even the young people in their 20s didn't get this vaccine, are they now, they're going to be at risk for cervical cancer? Mm-hmm. If they Can they still get the vaccine in their 20s? So the vaccine is recommended up until age 26 um, in the female population and is recommended up until age 21 in the Um, heterosexual male population and through age 26 in the gay and bisexual population of males. It is effective in preventing the diseases or cancers um, when given. As you get this vaccine later, there is a chance that there has been uh, prior exposure and the vaccine is unable to prevent disease from prior exposure. So early exposure prior to sexual activity is extremely important. As an effective vaccine, it is 93% effective in preventing disease, even in those who may have been previously uh, exposed. It is um, 99% effective in producing uh, findable antibody. And in non-previously exposed populations, it's 100% effective for cervical cancer, 90% effective for genital warts, and 75% effective um, for precancerous um, lesions that may result in anal cancer in men. Dr. Adamski, touch on the safety of the vaccine, because I think that is what makes parents so hesitant to give a relatively new, but not really very new, vaccine to their preteens. but it is highly recommended by the American Academy of Pediatrics, and, and so speak about its safety. The vaccine is extremely safe. It was studied for at least 10 years prior to it being released in 2006 for the female population, um, and the uh, recommendation for um, males arises from October of 2011. I um, researched um, the CDC, and the most recent data, data does stem from 2012, but at that time there were 46 million estimated cases that are um, vaccine doses that had been given, and there had been no serious complication reported. There is 
a pain in the arm where the shot is given. Uh, most young people who we give it to do let us know that it, it's um, not pleasant to receive it. There is a very minor amount of fever, um, and there can be a period of 15 to 20 minutes after the vaccine is given in which uh, you do have to be concerned about uh, dizziness and fainting. This occurs in a minuscule number of patients. And at least in my office, should a young adult come as they drove themselves and are not accompanied, we do require that they remain in the lobby for 20 minutes before we send them out to drive their car. So none of these side effects would affect the safety of them driving themselves home. And Dr. Adamski, in just the last minute that we have, please give your best advice for parents listening about the HPV vaccine and then tell people why they should come to Alina Health for their pediatric care. I recommend to all of my patients that they receive this three-shot series, that they complete all three shots so that their immunity is as effective as it can be. For me, the ability to prevent cancer with an immunization is a wonderful medical advancement, and I cannot tell any parent to not take this option when it can prevent a cancer that had previously been one of the leading uh, causes of death in women. Alina Health has always been committed to um, all of the recommendations for vaccines. We pride ourselves in personal quality care. And I can assure you we would answer any questions and um, advise you as to the medical safety and efficacy of this vaccine. Great information. Thank you so much. You're listening to The Wellcast with Alina Health. For more information, you can go to alinahealth.org. That's alinahealth.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.